You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. Happy Valentine's Day, Impact! Is everybody feeling nice and, and lovey tonight and cuddly and... Yeah, all right. Hey, we're so glad you guys are here hanging out with us tonight. My name's Chris. If it's your first time ever to Impact, thank y'all for coming. I actually met some of y'all in the lobby just a second ago. It's really good to have y'all here with us. Be sure you stop after the message right up here. We'll have a VIP experience just for you where we'll talk and answer any questions you might have, and we'll also be sure you know what group you're going to for us tonight. Uh, two quick announcements for us on this Valentine's Wednesday. First, where my high schoolers at? <clears throat> All right. I let Garrett even gave like a slow hand. I love it. That's great. Guys, mark your calendars for Sunday, March the 4th from 5 to 7. Unplugged is back, and we are going to be at Skate World. Okay, now, yeah, we're excited for it. I know what some of y'all might be thinking. Some of the guys are like, man, I'm not skating. Right. Hey, let me tell you something. I'm very tall. Okay, if I get on some skates, I look like Andre the Giant probably. Okay, and I'm really not that coordinated, so I fall. So, oh, why would you still go? Well, we're having free Bojangles. Okay, <laughs> guys, we're gonna have all kinds of board games. We're actually, it is 80s themed this night. Yeah, so dress up in your 80s gear, and whoever's dressed the best for 1980s, you will receive a $25 gift card. We're going to have games on there because there's going to be sports at that time on a Sunday night, college basketball coming down to the wire. So there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. We hope that you come and you are a part of it. Tell your friends, mark your calendars, high schoolers, be sure you guys can get off work and be there with us. Other thing is for everybody, okay, a couple uh, weeks ago we started our podcast. Has anybody checked out the podcast yet? Some of us. Do y'all even listen to podcasts? Some of you? Okay, great. So what we have here, y'all, is an opportunity for you to listen to a Wednesday night message if you miss Wednesday night. Some of y'all started baseball today. Some of y'all were supposed to start lacrosse today. Some of y'all started uh, soccer today. You guys have sports. You got track back there, Carson. If you miss a Wednesday night, this is an opportunity for you to get on your phones, type in Impact Student Ministry, and you can listen to the message so you still know what is going on. Some of y'all might even have friends, and you're like, man, I really need to get him to church. I don't know why Billy Bob just don't want to come to church with me. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, Billy Bob just don't want to come because he's stuck out at the farm all day working. Well, hey, guess what? You can send the message to your friend and say, hey, this message was really good tonight. It was actually about something that you struggle with. You should listen. No, do not tell them they struggle with it. That would be a terrible way to go. But, guys, there is an opportunity for you to listen to the messages. Hey, seniors, if you guys would like to, y'all can listen to this message later tonight or first thing tomorrow because we're going to ask you and your senior leaders to step out to the lobby, and we have a special group for y'all starting tonight, and they will fill you in with that. Now, as our seniors transition out, we're in week one of our new series known as More Than Friends. Yeah, More Than Friends. Guys, we're talking about love. We're talking about dating. We're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about all sorts of relationship issues and drama and conflict. Now, to go ahead and just kick this off, I have a question. Is there anybody in here right now who is more than friends with somebody? Oh, okay. 
Better question. Is there anybody in here right now who is more than friends with somebody who is sitting next to you or behind you? Oh, yeah, I like that. We got some leaders here. Okay, this is great. So let me see. If you are more than friends with the person next to you, I want you guys to uh, stand up. Come on. Come on, stand on up. Stand on up. That's excellent. Uh, no, no. We're talking about like a dating relationship here, okay? So we got a couple. We got, we got two, three. I, I believe they're just walking in. No, I, I, I don't believe so. No, thank you very much, Jake and your little brother, Mason. You guys can sit down and relax, okay? Okay, wonderful. Let's see who has been dating, 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 dating the longest, okay? Now, now the married couple in the room, Josh and Carissa. Everybody give it up for Josh and Carissa. They're a phenomenal couple, um, small group leaders that we have here. How long have y'all been married? Oh, 20 years. Give it up for 20 years. All right. Well, they pretty much won, so you, got, you, guys, can, uh, you guys can take a seat. You guys already won. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody else stay standing, though, just for a second. We have a card. We, we will have a card for you, Josh and Carissa. All right. Now, other couples. One, two, three. Right here, that's it. How long have you guys been together? A year and four months. Woo! I love how the girl just talked up so quickly. <laughs> like, she knew, and I'm glad I didn't ask you, bro, because you'd have been like, um, I think, like, a year or something. Okay, a year and four months. What's y'all's names? Was it? Yeah, Noah and Landry. Okay, great. Noah and Landry have been together for a year and four months. In the back, we got Nick and Casey. All right, Nick and Casey, a couple leaders. How long have y'all been together? Oh, a year, one month. Okay. Give it up for Nick and Casey. But, un- oh, I think she, I don't know, did he get the date wrong? Oh, no. Okay. Okay, well, Nick and Casey, you guys can take a seat and just relax. Thank you all so much for being here. All right. This is what it comes down to, the final two. And our couple right here. 11 months and two. Now, you know what? I mean, that is so specific there, Garrett. I love that. Like, you and Maddie have it down like, boop. Okay, great. We've got the winners here. Okay, so what we have for y'all. But first, uh, Noah, we have something for you, my friend. This is a dinner and a movie gift card for you. So you guys can talk to your parents and brother, whoever it is, give you a ride. You guys go to dinner and a movie. Thank you all for being here on Valentine's Day. Hey, since you said how, how long again? 11, week, 11 months and that's great. That's very, very particular. We have a Sheets gift card for you as well. $10 Sheets card. You guys can get, get a beverage, get a snack, whatever it is. Thank you guys for being here and hanging. Absolutely, man. Congratulations. Now, isn't this just nice? We have, like, couples all around us, and I'm sure there's some right now who are together, and the girl's probably like, boy, if you stand up. So we'll let you stay seated if that's the case. But congratulations to the couples. Tonight we are talking about dating, and we're talking week one of More Than Friends. So I just want to ask you guys, what do you think about when you see this title being More Than Friends? Best friends. Okay. All right. That's a very pure heart over here. You are a, you are a good man. Absolutely. I love it. What else do we think of? Okay, this is great. This is a very, very solemn, honest crowd. I, I, can, I can roll with it. Um, maybe we think of holding hands, dating, 
sitting together in class, going to the movies, and you share one straw. Some of y'all even said, ooh, okay. All right, how about this? How about this? Okay, all right, stay with me, stay with me. Like, y'all probably do that with your brothers, so that's not even a big deal. What about Instagram? Some of y'all post something on Instagram, and like, if you're Instagram official, you take a picture with your boo or your bae or whatever you want to call your, you know, your hubby or future wifey, whatever you want to call it. And I love it. You guys got your pictures, and it's like Instagram official. You tag it with a little heart emoji. I know y'all do that because I see them all the time. You know, the worst part about it is, like, if I don't like it, it looks like I don't approve of a relationship, right? Isn't that terrible? Like, oh, you didn't comment or like my picture with my new boyfriend. Okay, well, I'm sorry about that. Guys, what else do we do here in our more than friend relationships? Yeah, you date. Very, very true. And eventually, you get married. That is something that we are talking about here. Tonight, we're talking about dating. Now, I want to tell you all a story about when I was looking at more than friends relationship for the first time in my life. I was in elementary school, and I would get pretty nervous when it came to talking to girls. I really did. There was this one girl named Sarah. I don't even think Whitney knows this story, so I might get in trouble for this one. There's this girl named Sarah. I was in, like, second grade, and I wanted more than friends with her. So... I get nervous and stutter and sweat if I was around her and, like, my stomach was doing backflips. So I said, I'm not going to talk to her. Guess what I decided to do? I'm going to write her a note. This is before text messages or Instagram or Snapchat, okay? So stay with me. Leaders, y'all are with me. Hey, and I thought my note game was strong. I really, really do. Like, I thought it was spot on. I didn't realize other people did this until I was talking earlier. And I wrote a note to Sarah one day, and you know what I wrote? Like, I tried to write as nice as I possibly could with my little NBA pencils with logos on them and stuff. And I said, these words right here said, do you like me? Question mark. Yes, no, maybe. And it was so bad, I didn't even give it to Sarah. I gave it to her best friend, Molly McAllister, to go and give it to her. So Molly's like, oh, sure, I'll take it to her. Great. Well, end of the day, I get the note back, and guess what Sarah said? You guys all say no? That's terrible. That'd be an awful story. Okay. She said yes. She said she does like me. Hey, and I'm not talking about like, oh, I like you, man. Yeah, like you're a cool guy. Like, no, it's like a like you, like you. Like, oh, I think you're so cute. Yes, I like you. I like you, like you. So I thought it was great. Well, I was so nervous, though, guys. Stay with me. I was so nervous that I didn't follow up with her. Until probably like three or four weeks later, because I was like, yeah, she likes me. She likes me. All right, cool. Well, about a month later, I write her this note. And this was really the big question. This is phase two of my master plan. I said, will you go out with me? Yes, no, maybe. What do y'all think she said? She said, yes. She said, yes. You are shocked. That's really hurtful. Okay. She said, yes, she would go out with me. Hey, and back back in the day, go out with somebody. I don't understand what what that even meant. Like, you go out together. What do y'all like? Go out to school together. Go out to church together. Go out to, like, your parents' house together. Doesn't make sense. Almost like talking today. Oh, I'm talking to them. Oh, yeah, you're talking to, like, you talk to, like, 100 people all day, but sure, you're talking to this person, whatever that's supposed to mean. Well, we were, quote, unquote, going out, and it was all going well until one day when we were riding the school bus back home together. Now, 
She was on my bus. That's kind of how I met her. And as we're approaching my stop, I realized something. Sarah didn't look back and, like, smile. Because, guys, I was so nervous. This is what I was like. Here, show the picture of what I used to look like when I was around Sarah. Yeah. I really was. Now, like, Whitney is so fortunate. She's like, I'm so glad I didn't know you. You were such a doofus back then, right? But now I feel like this all the time with my wife. It's just so sweet. I really, really do. Oh, thank you. Now, but, guys, we're approaching my stop. And this girl that I had a crush on that I was talking with, that I was going out with in the second grade, she didn't look at me like the whole bus ride. Because I was like this, so obviously I couldn't sit next to her because we were both so nervous, and I'd probably drool on her or something. So we literally were sitting in different seats. That's what it was like, a high-level romance, clearly. There's a lot of potential, let me tell you. And I get up to leave and get off the bus, looking like a starfish, and her best friend Molly passes me something right as I walk by. And the girl that I was crushing on, she just keeps looking forward. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. So I walk off the bus. Trish is our bus driver. She tells me, have a good day. I was just reading this note. And my heart was like in my knees somewhere. And it just said this. It said, let's just be friends. I know. I know. Isn't that terrible? But I'm so glad it happened because I got Whitney and Iris now. It's wonderful. But, hey, listen. So let's just be friends. And I immediately walked into that front yard of my house. And I was no longer like Patrick Starr. I was more like my man Red Skull and Hydra from Captain America. That's what I felt like. I was so mad, like ripping my face off or whatever it was. I was just like, what happened how did we go wrong? I can't believe this. I was taking my backpack and twirling it around like a little tornado, and I threw it. And the worst part about it was Trisha, our bus driver, didn't even pull off. She was just like this looking at me the whole time. Like, what is wrong with this child? And I was so upset, and I was so hurt, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, how did my dating relationship go wrong? We were going out. This was so much fun. We would see each other like twice a day and maybe share chocolate milk, you know? And I realized something, y'all. Nobody had ever really talked to me about dating. Nobody had ever really helped me with my relationships. Nobody had really told me what I was supposed to do. So in this series, we want to talk to y'all about your dating relationships. We want to help you guys so you don't end up like Hydra Red Skull here throwing your backpack through a window of your front, front yard. You know, you don't want to do that stuff, okay? You don't want to be heartbroken. So we want to try and help you help yourself in this series as we talk about dating. And one of the most important things for y'all as we kick this off tonight, we want you to understand the healthy way to be more than friends. I'm going to say it one more time. We want you guys to understand the healthy way to be more than friends. Now, as we get going with this, Christians, if you are here and if you say, I follow Jesus, then tonight, next week, the following week, you need to listen very, very closely because this is directly related to you and your life. Right now, you might be like, well, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. Maybe you think that boys rule and girls drool. I don't know what's going on. My sixth graders, I love them, but I... I do you guys believe that sometimes? No. Oh, no. One of them said yes, some of them said no. So, 
I don't know what your relationship is like right now, your status. Some of it changes like clothes every day for y'all. But I do want to help you guys understand the healthy way to date. Again, Christians, this is for y'all. Please pay attention. Focus. If you guys have deeper questions, your small group leaders are here to help y'all. We're here to help you. And we want to see you guys not get hurt. Non-Christians, if you're here and it's your first time at church and you're first time really hearing about this whole Jesus thing and God and people jumping and going crazy, thank y'all for being here. We're so glad you're here with us. We're not going to ask you, you know, to take notes the whole time or to get up and raise your hand and say that you want to be up on stage doing something crazy. No, we're not going to do that. But what I will tell you is this. We just want to help you guys with your relationship as well. Because regardless of what you believe, we have some great dating advice for you tonight. You guys ready to roll? Yes. We ready to jump? Say jump. Okay, where are we jumping? Well, we're jumping to the first ever more than friends relationship in the Bible, which was Adam and Eve. You guys keep saying Eve. I don't even know. Hold on, because, hey, when Adam was first created, guys, let's jump to Genesis chapter 2. Check what happened when Adam was first created by God. Adam was the first man ever in the Garden of Eden, and he was by himself. So before there was Eve, I think a lot of times we lose focus of this. We think, oh, Adam and Eve were just created like this and this. No, it wasn't like that. There was man first, and God realized something about Adam. Check out what he realized. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Adam had something that he needed. He had a desire in his heart to be more than friends with somebody And God saw that. So God created Eve. Beautiful Eve. And what I love about this is, check out what happens, how Adam responds. He says, at last. Woo! I got a girl. All right. Some of y'all, fellas, y'all are like, you know what? I asked 17 girls out last year. One of them finally said, maybe, at last. This is excellent. Guys, he exclaimed, he was so excited. Because dating is a beautiful, it is a wonderful, it is a healthy thing. But we have to be sure we do it the right way. Now, if you're here, guys, and you might be sitting in this room tonight, and you personally might be struggling, you know, honestly, deep in here, you say, I might be struggling with what I believe. I might be struggling with my sexuality. I might be struggling with how I really feel about guys or how I feel about girls. Hey, and I want to tell you something right now. God created marriage for a man and a woman. Absolutely. But if you are struggling with your sexuality, it does not make you any less than everybody else in this room. It does not mean that your sin is worse than somebody else's in this room, just because it's front page for everybody else to see. So if you're here, guys, we're so glad you're here. We love you, and we want you to know that God loves you, and he has an amazing and incredible plan for you he wants to do amazing and awesome things through you. So thank you guys for being here. If that's the case, hey, fellas, we need to ease up on some of these things because I hear a lot of words thrown around, joking, and it's just not cool to call people gay. It's not cool to say those kinds of things. All right? Hey, 
And absolutely, God did create marriage for a man and a woman. That is true. But listen, you do not pick or make fun of somebody who is struggling with something like that. We love them, right? So thank you so much for being here, hanging out. God has great things for you. We want to help you and pray with you and support you as much as we possibly can. I'm here to talk with you. Whitney's here to talk with you. Uh, Your leaders are here, but please know that. Thank you for being here. Paul talks a lot about the issue of dating and marriage. Okay, Paul, let's jump to what he wrote to this church in Corinth. Now, maybe think about a letter. This was, Corinthians was actually a letter in the New Testament. It was epistle for uh, the Christian church there. This was written for people. Okay, this was not like a letter that you would get and put in a mailbox and then just leave it at the church forever. This is something he wrote because he said, hey, in Corinth, the Christians, the Jesus followers, you guys are struggling with dating. You guys are struggling with marriage. Y'all are doing it the wrong way. See, I... I don't think you understand if you want to have a healthy dating and a healthy marriage relationship, then we got to do a couple things here that you're not following well. So he writes 2 Corinthians, or as Donald Trump would say, 2 Corinthians, but let's not worry about that. 2 Corinthians, which means there is probably a what? There's a first. In other words, Paul wrote a letter to these Christians in Corinth twice because did they get it the first time? Absolutely not. They didn't, they were all messed up and confused. So if we're messed up and struggling right now with our relationships, you're like, yeah, I like this girl, but I'm doing things I probably shouldn't be doing, right? And I need to be better. Well, we're here to help you with this. Paul writes to him, and this is what Paul says. Paul says, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. What kind of team is he talking about? Like the Lakers, the Warriors, Carolina, Relationship, relationship, thank you very, very much, yeah. Talking about a relationship here, talking about marriage. But he's also talking about dating, because dating will lead to marriage. That's how we need to look at it, y'all. He says, don't team up with people who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? Ooh, goodness, spitting truth. How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? You might be thinking, what in the world? Paul, hold on, I have so many questions. Does this mean, like, if I'm a Carolina fan, I'm allowed to marry a Duke fan? No, that's definitely not what it, it's not what it means, okay? I'm just kidding. It probably would be okay. Paul, what I love about this is Paul says, out of all things, Christians, if you follow Jesus, it doesn't matter if you marry or date somebody who is black and you're white. It doesn't matter if you marry or date somebody who is really tall. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because I can't find girls my size. And somebody who is small, it doesn't matter if they live in Canada and you live in North Carolina. you got to work out the family dynamics. Guys, the only thing that Paul says matters is if they are believers or not. Out of everything. Paul says the one thing you want to be sure you do, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. Why would Paul say that? He's trying to help us. He's trying to show us healthy dating, man. Because a lot of us in this room, we might be in a relationship right now with somebody where I might be a Christian and they really aren't a Christian. And you might say, Chris, that does not sound like something Jesus would do just to be like, deuces, see you. No, Jesus wouldn't do it like that, right? But guys, there's a reason why he says don't team up with unbelievers because the person that you date 
the person that you will marry, it becomes a part of you. That's why you're called more than friends. The things they do, the influence they have, the decisions they make, the things they talk about, guys, it'll start bringing you down, and it'll start affecting you big time. This is the main idea for you all tonight. I love for you guys to snap a picture of it on your phone, all right? Just take this down. Let it stay right here because I really want to dig into it. Be with someone who wants to journey with you to Jesus. Again, be with someone if you're dating. We need to be with somebody who wants to journey alongside you. Y'all even get to hold hands when you do it. Wouldn't that be nice? Ooh, we're journeying Jesus. Yellow brick road. Guys, it's the best way. It's healthy. It's helpful. But I know it's hard. I get it. I understand it. Again, Chris, what if I'm dating somebody and they're not a Christian? I'm going to help you out with that. First piece of advice for you would be don't be a missionary dater, man. A missionary dater. Y'all heard that term before? I love it. It's great. What does a missionary do? Great. Missionary travels, and they try and go, and they spread the story of who? Of Jesus, God. Yeah, they go to a different country, to a different state, and they just tell other people about Jesus. Hey, girls, I, I, you know what? Having Iris has given me so much more respect for y'all, and it's a beautiful thing seeing y'all you know, grow up in the last two years, um, and God has great things for y'all. Some of y'all are some missionary daters, though. I'm talking about, like, well, I know, like, okay, so he doesn't really believe in God, but he seems like a really, like, a cool guy, and I think I could save him. Yeah. I can save him. Well, he likes doing stuff on the weekends and going to parties, and I think he's, like, trying to pressure me into, like, having sex, but you know what? I can save him. I'm going to tell him about Jesus. Hey, by all means, we need to tell other people about Jesus. If you're dating somebody right now and they aren't a Christian, then you definitely should talk with them about Jesus. But the problem is, this doesn't, this doesn't typically work out very, very well for you. You know why? It's like a big old box of strawberries. You guys ever seen a mold of strawberry? And it's white, and it looks really, really nasty. And we had some the other day. And I took it out, and I was cutting off the molded piece, and I was actually just going to eat it. And Whitney was like, you can't eat it? I was like, well, I cut off the molded piece. But the problem with it is this. With a big old box of strawberries, if you've got one that's molded, guess what it does to the other ones around it? Spreads, right? Now, if you are a follower of Jesus, that's wonderful. But if you surround yourself, and if you're dating with somebody who is very, very negative, and if they aren't really following what you're following, it's so much easier for that negativity to spread and that darkness and that sickness. And just being out of the light, it'll spread to you. So we're going we're gonna to say, first of all, don't be a missionary dater. Guys, don't try and save them. Girls, don't try and save them. But love them, and you absolutely would still want to be friends with that person. You guys all clear with that? Yes. I'm going to make you guys sound like a con. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to make you do that. Okay. Second thing for us. If you are single tonight and you're trying to find somebody one day that you want to have a great relationship with, don't be a recreational dater. What does that mean? Recreation is fun. 
It's a place, like a rec center is a place where you go and you play basketball and there's really no rules. You just go and just hang out like all day. And you come another time, another time, another time. Recreational daters, guys, they go from relationship to relationship to relationship. And you really don't see like a lot of purpose with it. You just do it for fun. Guys, the whole idea of dating, yeah, okay. That's good to date somebody. Absolutely. But you don't just date them just to date them. You need to date them with a purpose in mind. You should date somebody with the expectation of one day, I would love to marry somebody like this. I would love to marry somebody who has the same Christian beliefs as this. I'd love to marry somebody who has the same idea for family as this. I'd love to get there one day. You know a great way to get there right now before I get to the last point? Ladies, guys, you know what y'all need to do every night? You should pray for your husband. Pray for your husband, even if you don't know him yet. Pray for your wife, even if you don't know her yet. But because God does. Last thing for us, date with purpose. You should have some form of goal in your mind when you're in a dating relationship or friendship. You should absolutely know what you're trying to accomplish with this. Now, the couples that we had in the room here, I'm not going to ask y'all to stand up or share anything. But we got three ways as well that can grow your relationship with God and it can grow your relationship with each other. And if you aren't in a relationship yet, these are three things I would write down and I would say, God, please help me find somebody that can help me with these three different areas. First thing you want to do with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, whoever it is you're dating, you want to get in God's word together. Together. I'm, t- I'm not talking about, hey, babe, did you read that verse? Um, and the guy would be like, the what? The- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's hard, fellas. It is. But if you love that girl and if you really care about that girl, you can start getting into some God's word with her, okay? And if you really want to make an impression on a girl, ooh, if you do it the right way, if you're a healthy dater and you say, hey, let's go, let's go check out the Bible. Hey, let's go check out Song of Solomon. No, I'm just kidding. Let's not read that book, okay? Hey, but you're getting God's word together. Guys, because it will help you. Next thing you can do right now in your dating relationship, guys, girls, pray with your boyfriend. Pray with your girlfriend. Fellas, this is on us. We got to lead the way with this. I don't really know what to say or pray. That's fine. You can tell her that. She will give you the sweetest, oh, and she will love it. But if you just pray for her, you pray for her future, you pray for y'all's future, and you might be like, well, I don't really want to pray for our future together because I don't really like this girl. Well, then maybe you don't need to keep leading her on, okay? Guys, God's word, prayer, there's power there. The last thing you can do, we can honor God together. We're going to talk a lot about this next week as we go into sex. But one of the best ways to honor God is to hold off. And I know what you're going to say, oh, but, man, it's, it's all over the place. All my friends do it. Everybody does it. I just really, really, just one time, I just want to experience one Guys, honor God with your relationship. Because if you really, really, really love that girl, you would honor her and say, oh, I'm not doing that yet. Because one day you can get married, and the last thing you would want is to already have used something that God gave for the gift of marriage. Guys, honor God together with your relationship, with your future, with your bodies, with your plans. Honor him. 
Now, maybe you're, maybe you're sitting out there and you say, I still don't really know how to handle the relationship thing I'm in right now. I'm really struggling. I'm in a bad spot. And if that's the case for you, then I would encourage you. And if you're, you're in a relationship right now and you don't know what to do, you could try these things on your own before you just go to your boyfriend. I know, ladies, some of y'all are going to go home right now and be like, hey, we got to do this, this, and this. We're starting tomorrow morning. I'll see you before school. And those guys will probably be like, uh, what in the world's going on here, right? Hey, girls, you can start this way. But my fellas, we need to really lead the way and set the example by doing these things. Hey, there's a really cool graphic that I want you guys to check out here. I did not draw this. I cannot draw lines even almost this straight, okay? But Whitney and I were talking about this the other night. She gave me this whole demonstration. And what's really cool about it is you've got him and you've got her. So I want you guys to think about your relationship right now. Fellas, girls, if you don't have a relationship yet, think about what you would want your boyfriend or your girlfriend to look like. What's so cool about this is that as you guys get closer to God, as you guys pray a little bit more, as you guys get in the word together, as you guys honor God together with your decisions, with your choices, guess what happens? What happens to y'all too as you go up? You get closer. So once you start doing what you're supposed to do, men and girls, once you start doing what you're supposed to do, man's got to lead. But once that starts to happen, we get closer to God. I thought it was really cool. Because you know what's really wild for me? In high school, I didn't have anybody tell me this kind of stuff. I really didn't. I wish I would have. The first time in my life when I actually had somebody who helped me get closer to God, it was, uh, it was with the girl who's uh, sitting right out there. And it was the coolest thing to say, hey, <laughs> he's not number one in my life. God is. And as you get closer to him, guys, your relationship will grow, and it will feel so great to do it the healthy, the right way. This probably sounds crazy. It probably sounds insane. Fellas, some of y'all might already write this off and say there's no way. I've gone too far. I've already messed up. I skipped to a candle like we talked about last week, and I've already jumped to sex, and I'm, it's too far. It's too late. Guys, it's never too late. It's never too late because our God is a God of forgiveness. Our God is a God of redemption. Our God is a God of grace. That's why he sent his son Jesus for when we mess up. So if you're in a relationship tonight, if you're looking for somebody to be more than friends with, that's okay. That's great. You should. That's why God gave Eve to Adam. But I want to challenge y'all. What if you did this model? What if you just gave it a chance? Well, Chris, I'm not going to marry this person. Okay. But you're going to marry somebody one day. Man, and it would be awful to mess up something that God already has in your future because of what we're doing right now. He's got a plan for y'all. An incredible relationship is right around the corner for you. Hope you guys can find somebody to be with on your journey with Jesus. Let's pray about it right now.
Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all these guys in this room, for my men in the room. I pray that you empower them, Father, to lead these relationships to healthy dating. I pray that they'll have courage to team up with believers and that they'll be able to lead by getting into your word, by praying, by honoring you with how they're treating their girls. I pray for the girls in the room, all your daughters that are out here tonight. I pray that they'll be able to find men that will have hearts for you first, God. I pray the, the, the girls will be encouraged, that they'll know most importantly, Father, how much you love them and how much your son Jesus wants to be with them. Father, we love you and we're grateful. I pray that we can be strong and that we can love our friends and people who are not close to Jesus, that we can reflect his incredible love to them. But help us to be bold and to find and to journey and to date and to have relationships and to work towards marriages with people who will help us be better believers. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name tonight. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.